Hello and welcome to episode nine. Mm. Nine. I wrote it down. Of Hookzilla. Um, It's been probably about six weeks. Unfortunately, it's been chaos because I work retail and it's the holiday season, so I haven't had a chance to record anything. Um, But I figured tonight we could talk about what's new, go over some things that we've been doing. Um, I want to talk about Castle Freak and then something that I discovered yesterday and then close it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's new with you? Uh, you know, not, not much. You know, I, I am a creature of habit. So I don't do a lot, of, you know, I don't get out of my lane very often. Uh, but there was a Christmas miracle that occurred yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thanks to Tommy uh, from West Point Buy Sell Trade, who we've we've talked about many many times before. Uh, he was at the gym because he's swole and you know lifts all the weights and such. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he was apparently in between sets, and this woman who had no idea kind of what she had made this post on on Facebook, and he just happened to see it and begged her, you know, to not. Um, respond or, or, or whatever, or, you know, not take any offers she got on this particular thing that she had, uh, until he talked to her further and, and told her that he had a store, uh, uh, she had a Dreamcast and, uh, about 30 games and was just looking to get rid of it. Yeah. and, And she didn't know what she had. And, um, he messaged her and was like, I have a store, please please, you know, come to the store. Don't sell it online. And like he said, she had something like 40 something messages within a couple of minutes, but he just happened to have seen it uh, at, at, you know, like right after she posted uh, and and she wanted to deal with him and not sell them, you know, online or whatever. So I got a text message while I was out Christmas shopping and he's like, come to the store. I'm like, well, I'm in, I was in Columbus, and I was like, I'm out of town, uh, but I was planning on go, coming by the store when we get done anyway. Mm-hmm. And he sends me just a picture of a Sega logo. And, like, of course, I knew. I was like, oh, God, somebody brought in a Dreamcast game or some Dreamcast games. I had no idea that some someone brought in a system in 30 games or 30-plus games. And so I stopped by the store and... It uh, basically got myself a small Dreamcast collection yesterday. Which is pretty amazing because I know um, for the last year or so, we would go out. I mean, obviously, not in the last year, but like a year ago, we were going out and looking for things. For me, it's been way longer than a year. (laughs) We went to look for things and then coronavirus. I've been passively, (laughs) aggressively trying to... um, sort of own every Dreamcast, every North American Dreamcast game for years now. So, but the thing is like, they're so rare to find just out in the wild. Right. Um, and I also out don't want to, I, I, like I, you're hunting Pokemon. That's I immediately. I'm what just I saying like, also like where we are, uh, it's, it's such a barren wasteland when it comes to like trying to find like retro games and things like that. I like, wonder if it's because people just like, 
Like grandmas have them in the attic and they don't know that they're there. I mean, I think so. But also, like, I think that, um, and it's been like, you know, my entire existence where it's like these things that I enjoy, literally no one else down here kind of does. And so there's just, it's just not as, as available. And like, I've spoken, like I watch all these YouTube channels and things like that. Um, and, and so many of them are, are based around, you know, game hunting and, and retro stuff. Right. And, and they're able to actually have channels that consistently have videos of them finding these things. And I'm like, man, there's, it's just not here. And like the one guy, Scott Squatch, that uh, is one of my favorites, he goes to Dragon Con every year. And I was like, oh, shit, like, because he's in Florida. And he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, I've tried game hunting while we were in Atlanta for Dragon Con, he's like, there's yeah. nothing. There's just no. nothing here. And it's like, yeah. So so when something like this happens, like it's it's super exciting. But it's like anytime I go to like any any place around here, anywhere, you know, within like an hour or so, and there's something Dreamcast Dreamcast related, I get really excited for it. And so for like I literally said it was a Christmas miracle, because that's right. what it was. Like I got somewhere in the vicinity of about 30 games yesterday. Um, they're not all here yet because some of them were, were bangers. Like there was, there was some expensive stuff. No, no Dreamcast game is cheap unless it's one of the fucking sports titles because nobody gave a shit about that system when it was out. And it's my favorite one of all time. But now it's like, it's like gold. Like you, you just can't find anything for it. Uh, even close to affordable, like every, even the sport shit is like at least 10 bucks. So mm. to, to come across 30 games at one time is absolutely a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Um, it, speaking of that, um, I mentioned, you know, I work retail. Mm-hmm. I've done this pretty much since I've been an adult. So typically this time of the year, I'm not the most chipper. I tend to be kind of grumpy and exhausted, and I always work over overtime hours. Like, I'm always tired. Um, and I'm not the most extroverted person mm-hmm. uh, to be working retail, so I get really drained. But somehow, you have performed your own Christmas miracle <laughs> and have, like, it's like the scene, and I sent you a, like a, a picture today of like my heart getting bigger mm-hmm. um, at the end of the Grinch. Like that's how I feel because this Christmas, last Christmas was great, but this Christmas we're in this house and you know, things are different for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like way different. Um, and I'm very happy. Even though I still have the same job and you know, deal with people and I'm working a lot, and I'm really exhausted. Like, I come home, and it's, like, super Christmassy, and another Christmas miracle is that I am super excited. Mm-hmm. And I watched Christmas movies. Yes. Um, I uh, reluctantly... <laughs> like, I grew up watching, like, the Rudolph and the Frosty and mm. all of that stuff, so... sure. You know, we'll we'll get to that as it approaches because right now we have what four days until Christmas. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, so this will be like our Christmas episode, mm-hmm. um, which we probably should have had one around Thanksgiving, but we didn't. Um, yeah, my bad. 
I work a lot. Sorry. Um, but so we did watch Christmas movies that I had never seen. Oh. Dryer's done. Um, <laughs> uh, starting with Jingle All the Way, mm. which a classic. I knew about classic. Um, but never watched it. Mm. Uh, now I get some of the quote, like you you say stuff from movies, and I'm just like, huh? Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, and then and then Elf. Yeah. Oh, another um, one I quote year yeah. round. Like <laughs> you have literally called me an angry elf. Yeah. For years. <laughs> yeah. Like at least the last three. Yeah. I again like th this time of year, man. For is is my reputation, uh, uh, not just in in general, but online also is like you know. You wouldn't think I'd be such a mark for Christmas mm, time. No. But I absolutely not. am. Like, I, I love everything about it. I love uh, the lights and, and the ornaments and the excitement. Well, like, I mean, we I'm took very our much Buddy the Elf. children yeah. to a carousel. Yeah. And, Tradition. That's the oh, biggest gosh. thing for me, right? It's like, I just, I always remember this time being a happy time. And I remember, you know, uh, the excitement and the the wonder and and the movies and all the things like the tradition is such a big deal to me. I think and Christmas time is specifically is the yeah. the biggest time for tradition for me. Like Halloween, sure, Thanksgiving, sure, but Christmas is just it's just for me is always just been synonymous, for lack of a better term, with just magic. It's just a magical time where even even the like. The most miserable asshole is like that would be me. It is like you you just can't. It's like Scrooge, right? You just can't deny that this is just a magical time. Okay, so it typically isn't for me, um, just because I am very very tired this time of year. Like it, I'm just mentally, physically, all of it. Just I'm over everything. Mm. Um, I just kind of wait for the net, like January. I just want January to get here. And I don't feel that way this year. Mm. <clears throat> like I was very excited to take the kids to the carousel mm. because my almost adult child, like they rode the, the merry-go-round as it's called around here. Mm. They rode it three times and probably would have kept going. Mm. Like it's weird how... Something that simple, mm, yeah, can just like there was this twinkle, like That's I just felt saying. it, like I, I was like, oh, and like uh, my youngest kid, you know, is is at he's fifteen, almost sixteen, and he's very like uh, moody teenager, but he walked in the door and like ran up to you and was like, oh. because Christmas lights and all of these things, and he was so happy, and I was just like. You know what? I, I get it. Mm -hmm. And I feel kind of bad because, you know, I still told my mom this morning. I was like, you guys don't understand. I don't want to do things. I just want to be at home and be quiet. But there's a reason. And I get it. My mom is big on tradition. Mm. Um, it's just I always feel like it's tradition like that 
doesn't benefit me. I was going to say, you're, you're traditionally miserable this time of year. Right. Right. So, like, <laughs> I'm always running. Yeah. And always, like, and it's not against anyone in my family. Like, I'm the only one that works retail. So, I'm always exhausted and everyone's like, you're never, you don't ever want to go do anything. But it's because, you know, on Thanksgiving the next morning, I have to be at work before the sun. Yeah. And then the day before and the day after Christmas, yeah. I have to work. So, regardless of all of that, this year, I actually feel Christmassy. Mm -hmm. And when we watched Elf, <laughs> I am 37 years old. And I sang along mm. at the end of the movie. Yeah, everyone should. Same thing I, with Scrooge. We watched Scrooge this year. Oh, my God. And I cried. Yeah. I cried at I Scrooge. watch it every year. But, like, I sing. And I love oh the fact God. that it runs through the credits. And, like, Bill Murray's literally, he's like, you on the left side of the theater. Sing it louder than the right song. All that stuff. Oh, it's so great. Uh, I mean, Scrooge is great anyway. But Yeah. Um, so... I do feel it. I don't feel... I mean, I'm still grumpy and tired, but I'm happy and grumpy and tired, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Like, I'm very excited for four days from now. That's the like, thing. It's like... More than I have been in years. It's like the shopping and the stress and money and work and all those things that always make us tired are still there. You know, it's not... It, they don't disappear because it's December. But at the same time, having something to look forward to, I think, is important. And, you know, for a lot of the year, there isn't that part yeah. of it. And so maybe overspending a little bit, you know, or whatever. Maybe, you know, something doesn't get paid right away. This, that, I think for me, this time of year, it's just so much more important like, basically, the last thing in the world I, I want is for one of my kids to be disappointed on Christmas. And so I've always, no matter what else is going on, have gone out of my way to try to kind of make sure that wouldn't be the case. And I, it's not that I didn't, you know, try to get the kid, my kids stuff that they wanted or, you know, I didn't, they got three things, typically. Mm. Um, but it was three things they really wanted. Yeah. Um, I mean, and even now, like, they only asked for one or two things. Like, they didn't even ask for much. Right. <laughs> we did everything in our power to oh, yeah. make Christmas, you know, this event. And it's not even, like, expensive gifts. It's just, you're so good with this. Like, you as a gift giver um, are so thoughtful um, that... It's not, like, I, it's the quality of the gifts because you know that person. Mm -hmm. You know exactly this would be great. Mm -hmm. And you're so excited to give them stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, like, when we're talking about, you know, this is something we look forward to and it's this magic and it's this excitement. I was just thinking, why don't we, like, take this and kind of bottle it and do it for other things? Mm -hmm. So... Like, I know you're that way about my birthday, and yeah. I'm that way about your birthday. Mm. Um, I mean, the boys all have birthdays in February and March, so like then, then you know, we have Katie in the summer. But 
there's that that magic that can be put in other situations too. Yeah. And I think that's how not to let the retail or the, you know, you going to work Monday through Friday doing the same thing over and over, like how not to get caught in that machine mm-hmm. is to have that to look forward to. Yeah. Because you're absolutely right. Like you broke the Grinch. <laughs> like, and it's, you know, this thing where you sent me a message and you were talking about the Grinch saving Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was driving and it popped up on my phone and I had this moment and I was just like, I'm not going to cry. Why am I feeling like this? But it really was a big deal because all of these very magical things have happened. And it's not just at Christmas, like this entire year has been chaos, Mm -hmm. but we've had very magical things happen Mm -hmm. and it all culminates to Christmas and it's very amazing, right? Um... And I didn't hate Elf or Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. I don't hate Christmas. The magic is back for me, and it—I feel like a ch- like a little kid. Yeah, that—that that is exactly exactly what it is. Even Probably as for adult, the first time since I was like ten. Like even as an adult, like I remember how it felt, you know, to in December when I was a kid, and and. I never wanted to deny my children of that. And so that's kind of part of why I kind of go nuts this time of year, because I just remember how amazing it was when I was little. And, you know, my kids have not had the upbringing that I had, but this, you know, some of that stuff is out of my control and this very much is in my control. And I wanted, I always wanted them to feel as excited for Christmas as I always was. Well, I mean, and it spills over, you know, now because we all live in the same house. Mm. Like, my very grumpy, moody Mm. teenage son squealed Mm. when walking in the other day and hugged you. Yeah. And he's not affectionate at all. Like, he's very much like me when it comes to not being huggy, typically. And he, like, grabbed you. And I was just like, that just, that, that makes me feel some type of way. Because my kid is super happy and excited and literally told you, I don't care what's under the tree. I don't care about the presents. All of this just makes me so happy. Mm. And that's where the magic is for me. And I had yep. kind of forgotten that. Like it, and that's sad that in my own like adulthood, I lost the magic even through the eyes of my own children. Mm. But I totally remember now. Like what that is. And, you know, we watched Jingle all the way and everything made me like teary eyed, which I was not okay with. But like that magic, like to feel those feelings and like, I'm not going to say we watch Frosty and Rudolph. I'm probably going to be like ugly crying and need tissues and like, because I haven't allowed myself to really enjoy it. And this is the first year that I will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did watch some Christmas horror. That's the other thing that's amazing uh, about this time of year. So, I totally forgot that was a thing that you could do. Oh, horror movies, they're like synonymous with October, obviously. And that's right. the one time a year that like it's okay 
to watch the stuff that I watch. And like, I get messages all the time. It's like, what's, what's the new horror movie I should watch and all this other shit. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. I watch them all year. So, right. That's uh, not and, an issue for us. And that absolutely it is what it is. continues right into December. And like, that's another thing that I love about the genre uh, that I've kind of built my existence upon is even something like Christmas and then the, you know, the meaning behind Christmas and it's Jesus's birthday and all that, whatever, if you believe in all that, or if you don't, doesn't matter. But it's like taking something that's, Again, something I, I is very near and dear to me, and, and I enjoy. I also like watching my other, like my most beloved genre, take that concept and flip it on its head and oh, yeah. make the most fucked up, like you know, <laughs> terrible things like that transpire. Um, it's so fun, like holiday horror. I absolutely love, regardless of the holiday. But there's just something about Christmas horror movies. And I really, I didn't, I, I guess, again, with my not really caring about Christmas, like, I was like, yeah, it's whatever. I mean, I had seen Black Christmas a million times, mm. um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, like, oh, of course, you know, the, the stuff everybody has seen. Yeah. Um, but going into this season, we watched things that I had not seen, mm -hmm. like, uh, Dial, dial code Santa Claus. Which I had not. I also hadn't seen. Uh, which was way better than I expected. Oh, it was so good. Uh, it's also, it goes by Deadly Games, right? Is yeah. that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it has like three uh, titles. It's so... like Dial code Santa and there's like some numbers or something. Yeah. And then something else and then the Deadly Games. But basically like Vinegar Syndrome put it out on 4K this year. And Vinegar Syndrome as as Vinegar Syndrome is wont to do, is uh, uh, I've almost never heard of most of the stuff they put out, and this was no exception, except for the fact that I, this one I had heard of, I just never had the opportunity to watch, because it is, is uh, in the horror circles that I run in on the internet, uh, this movie is infamous for being um, given credit as the um, inspiration for Home Alone. Which it absolutely is. And it is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It was so good. Uh, it is in French and it is No, I think it's awesome. German. I don't think it's French. Is it? Yeah, I think it was German. I can't remember that. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's not, not in English. English. No. <laughs> but um, it's... It's so good. Like it's mm. it's not it's not campy and silly like Home Alone. No, it's like it's like it's sort of like um, uh, the toy. Oh. Uh, except instead of it being racist and uh, Jackie Gleason buying his son uh, a black man, um, essentially, uh, it's like the toy, in in that is this kid. And his mother is, is a very successful uh, business person, and they live in a mansion, and he has everything he could ever uh, want. Yeah. And it just—it's like the toy meets um, that episode of Tales from the Crypt, where the Madman, uh, Larry, Larry Drake, or what's Larry Drake, whatever his name is, uh, escapes the asylum and puts on a Santa suit. Oh. And like, it's, it's that, but so it's like home alone. It's like this rich kid who has all these like traps and, and he's like, 
gad yeah he's super into you know he he does these things where he like sets up these scenarios and he puts on a rambo um headband and like so tries cool. to trap his dog you know and all this shit like this and it's that uh except for a maniac dresses like santa claus and like comes to the house while his mom is out of town or like off at work and like he's just there with his grandfather it's it's very good um yeah oh, it was so good it's on shutter which is yes how we ended up watching it yep. um But I was I was thinking it was going to be sillier, mm. and it really was just good. Yeah. Um, the kid's super smart. It's. it's he has it's an amazing really mold. Good. Just he does. It's super eighties. Um, but then. I, was at work, mm. and I like we had this list of Christmas horror mm. that I should watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had already heard of this movie, like I knew Christmas Evil existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're talking about like crazy men who dress up as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot why he went crazy about Santa Claus. Yeah. And uh, I'm at work mm. watching this movie mm. um, in the break room. That's another one that I think is, is a, at least Ooh. a little bit like not as widely known, but... Uh, and I forget how I first watched it, but I just remember being really excited. Uh, shit, I can't remember who it was that put the Blu-ray out a few years ago, and I was like, oh, that's that movie. That's that movie, yeah. Like, and if it happens with elves, whoever puts elves on Blu-ray, but I like, still haven't watched it. I will, uh, they have my money regardless of anything else they ever release. Because <laughs> right, I mean, I've watched uh, people review the movie Elves, uh, I also watched the same, it was Bloodbath. They talked about elves and then... Well, so... And Christmas Evil. Yeah. So yeah. Bloodbath and Beyond, uh, if you don't watch that YouTube channel, you absolutely should. But like... Definitely. Uh, if you look up their elves review, <laughs> Jay will say, this was my second year watching this insanity, thanks to Mitch. And it's like, yeah, like I was like, I, I'm a. It's all uh, your fault, basically. Yeah, I'm a Patreon uh, supporter of them. Uh, and it, one of the perks is you get to like have these like movie nights where they, where you can all, you get all get together and watch a movie. And I was like, if you've never seen Elves, we have to watch Elves. Oh. And so we watched Elves and it's fucking insane. Uh, but you should absolutely look up their review of it. It, it like, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I, but anyway, like the Christmas evil, I like I I yeah. totally forgot like what makes him go crazy. Mm. Um, and that not, ending though. Yes. That's the main thing I always remember about Christmas oh. evil. Is <laughs> how fucking nuts the end is. That's um, my favorite part of the movie. Like, it's, but definitely like it, if you're gonna watch Christmas horror, put it on the list. Yeah. Um, but one that I was not prepared for being as good as it was Mm -hmm. was better watch out yeah that shit had me listen oh it's another one i'm i was like and it's why i don't watch trailers anymore it was so good and it's like when i brought it up i and even if you had asked me what was it about i wouldn't have told you because i'm like well you wouldn't the movie itself it like lives and dies on that twist and 
nine times out of ten, if there's a twist in a movie or if somebody tells you there's a twist in a movie. You figure it out. Then I either figure it out or I don't enjoy it because I know there's a twist coming. And I'm just sitting there like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And I'm, so I said, well, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. You had, a, you know, you gave nothing away because the whole time I thought it was going to be one thing. Mm-hmm. And was pretty sure it was that thing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember looking at you, and, and my reaction was like, my jaw had dropped. That's and what I was waiting like, for. I was like, Aha! Yeah, I like, mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> uh, it was so fucking good. Yeah. Like. Really good movie. Also on Shudder, by the uh, way. Yeah, no, I think all of the Christmas horror movies I've talked about, all three were on Shudder. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, um, yeah, I watched Christmas Evil at work. The other one we watched here. There are the other two we watched here. Better Watch Out we watched a couple nights ago. Mm. Absolutely one of my favorite movies I've watched in a very long time. Like, just loved it. Yeah, and it... it and I now have to watch it every Christmas. It doesn't live or die by the twist. There's actually, like, even once the twist happens, there's still Ooh. stuff Ooh. that's like... Oh, it's so good. Such a, uh, like, a gut punch. Uh yeah. I know. It, yeah. It, 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 the twist is great, but also, like, once the twist happens, it could just have been kind of paint by numbers, and it still uh, uh, does things where just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we talk about all the Christmassy stuff mm-hmm. to basically for me to say thank you. Yeah. Um, for making it magical. Like from from like September through January is like the happiest I am every year. Like I decorate for Halloween in September uh, and that goes on for two months. And then I love Thanksgiving because I'm a fat ass and I love food. And then Christmas is like a whole other animal. Oh, speaking it's like, of Thanksgiving. I, broccoli casserole for the win. I didn't know what that was. Yep. Uh, yeah. Apparently, that is the single greatest thing ever, and I now know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I just, I'm no longer a Grinch, apparently. Um, I'm very tired, but I'm very happy and mm-hmm. tired, and I'm very excited. Like Honestly, happy and tired is probably the best anyone could hope for in 2020. So. Right, I'm happy and tired, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just, it, it's a very different feeling than what I normally feel this time of year, which is angry and I have a lot of resentment for things that I shouldn't have. Like, there's a lot of really negative things that I tend to focus on mm-hmm. and I don't have that. And mm. um, now I have traditions, like we get to watch Christmas horror movies and... Christmas, Christmas movies. Garbage day. <laughs> I just want to watch Elf again. I I always want to watch Elf again. <laughs> I, like, I'm no longer the angry elf, and it makes me mad. Um, but uh, we're going to move to not Christmas mm. movies, um, but to something that's a little throwback initially. Um, yeah. So Castle Freak. Mm-hmm. From what, 96? 95. 95. Yeah. Uh, is on Shudder. Well, 
It, yes, the original is, but also Shudder oh. has 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 given uh, us the gift of a remake. Yeah. In this year of the pandemic. <laughs> so, I watched Old School Castle Freak mm-hmm. because of my obsession with renting every horror movie that was available and then yep. continuing to watch them over and over. Yeah, like Charles Band and Full Moon Entertainment was such a part such a big part of my high school Friday night, like right. years, you know, you'd go to a movie gallery and everything would be out except for this garbage <laughs> with that full moon entertainment logo on it. Right. Like, I mean, I didn't know it was garbage when I was a kid. Not, not like you say garbage, like I love it. Oh, I say it. It's, an it's a term of endearment. Exactly. Absolutely. But, like, it's not, like, it's, what, straight to video, right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, like, there is no oh, theatrical yeah. release <laughs> no. of this movie. N- nothing ever, like, was shown in a theater with a Full Moon Entertainment logo. Right. <laughs> but that's the movie. what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know that because I didn't go to the movies a lot when I was a kid. Like, that was reserved for, like, big deal things. Like, mm. um,. I don't know. My I went more with my dad. Like, I, but we didn't go maybe once a year. So I'm just saying, like, at no point. I didn't know it wasn't a you know movie movie. At no point in the history of of human civilization could you have gone to a theater and been like, well, you could watch Terminator Two or Subspecies. Like, no. Absolutely so, would have watched Subspecies. Both of those. Just. But see, I didn't know that because I just knew I could rent them at, at you know, movie gallery. Sure. Um, so, Old School Castle Freak. So seeing that, okay, we were going to watch them both. Yeah. Um, so, here's the thing. I, I ate together, though. I had, yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, I, I knew that uh, the new one was hitting Netflix. And I also knew that it had been... God, 15 years, maybe more, since I saw Castle Freak. Uh, I remember renting it, me and Josh. And I remember the thing about Full Moon is that most of the movies weren't particularly stellar. And so the ones that, like, we did enjoy, I kind of remember more like Subspecies. I really liked. Yeah, I rented both Um, Castle Freak and Subspecies, like, a lot of times. uh, And so... For it to be a good full moon movie was a big deal. Um, and, and I think that's probably why it got a remake. I mean, like Barbara Crampton, who starred in the original, was a producer yeah. on the new one. Um, but th- th- there, there's a reason why it got a remake. Like Don Coscarelli was the director. Most of the full moon stuff obviously was filmed in like, Europe, like locations where it was super cheap to film and stuff like that. Uh, And and it's obvious. Um, But this one had Barbara Crampton. It had Jeffrey Combs. Uh, It just felt like a big deal. Yeah. For Full Moon. Uh, And, but still, again, like even though I enjoyed it and I remembered enjoying it, it had been a long time since I watched it. And so even though I own it, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I bought something and, like, I do it all the time. It's like, I'll get to it. You know, I'll revisit yeah. it whenever. And I just want to. We wanna... still will end up, like, because things are still in boxes and we have to go search for them. Sure. Um, until we get 
the basement, like, finish, finish. We just live out of boxes out of the office for media. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it's easier I, to stream it. I, 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 you know, thanks to Shutter, I was able to, uh, to revisit it. And yeah, it's still fucking good. Like, it's a good movie. I, so I get why it, it's getting uh, a remake. Yeah. Well, there are some things about the OG Castle Freak that I didn't remember. I do remember, like, I felt bad for... The Freak. The Freak. Yeah. Like, there's this childlike, like, oh, it, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, that's that's the one thing, and I, and I brought this up. If, if anybody listened to the Werewolves episode where we talked about the new one, it is... That's like one of the main oh, you differences. Did talk about the innocence, yeah. Yeah, and that's probably my biggest kind of disconnect. Uh, um, uh, but so basically, Castle Freak is a movie that's based on an H.P. Lovecraft short story. Which, as a kid, I wasn't aware that that's what. Yeah, it was I, I wasn't either, and I wasn't a kid when I watched it. Like I was, I don't know, probably sixteen, seventeen. Um, I absolutely was because that's in '95. How old I was. But um, I wasn't as aware of Lovecraft then as I am now. Right. Like things like the unnameable, um, like, you know, and a lot of movies that I rented, I rented because the cover art was fucking badass. Like that right. was, that's still. Well, like, I mean, in, in the, the, oh, the original Castle Freak cover art, like mm-hmm. I, that is burned in my memory because yep. I rented the movie a lot. And so... But, I know what that cover looks like. But so the basic premise is um, this someone uh, inherits a castle um, out of nowhere and they hurt the family goes to the castle and uh, there's this uh, person who has been mistreated, uh, beaten with whips, uh, like, you know, just literally treated like a freak. Yeah. Uh, and then the person who's been doing that to them, you know, passes away. Um, and basically they're, they like, basically the freak doesn't know. That's all they know is they were beaten in and locked in a room. Uh, and then, and then, and then the person that did that to them, uh, uh, like went away and then these new people show up. Um, and in the, in the original, um, the freak is like, it's just, a, it's, it's a creature of habit. It's instinct. It's just, right. it's all it's it knows. Final. All it knows is like people are, are mean and, and beat him and you know, all that stuff. Uh, in the new one, it's, that's not the case. Uh, yeah. So in the, old one um there were things that watching it as an adult and not like teenage me mm-hmm. um some of the freak's actions are mimicking things that he thinks, that like absolutely that it hit me a little bit differently this time because one i didn't remember how like graphic mm. some things were yeah until i was re-watching it and I was like, oh, God. Mm. And then watching him mimic certain behaviors because that's right. what he thinks he's supposed to do. Like, that, that broke me. Yeah. Like, because that he's, hit he's, way different He's now. not evil. 
No. And he I just say doesn't he doesn't know any better. Uh, and not to spoil anything, but the one in the new one is not a he. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a she. So, the new one... Uh... Is not what I thought it would be. I, I was not like disappointed. No, it's very it, it, different. Yeah, it it, it made um, decisions and went in ways you know. So the so the Don Coscarelli one, the ninety five one, is based on a couple of stories, short stories from H.P. Lovecraft, right? Um, and. Uh, this one is strictly based on the 95 movie. It doesn't, um, it makes decisions that are very different. Um, and it made me kind of wonder, I was like, well, shit, like the things that are so different, I wonder like, did they go in that direction because of the source material or, you know, well, I think my my thought about it was when I watched the new one, I knew the Lovecraftian like ties. Like it's very like it it is that. Mm. Um, well, the thing was the like, old one. I didn't even know that that was a story. Right. That and he wrote. And that's what was my question. I was like, okay, did they want to tie it back to did the, the Lovecraft thing? Did the the changes they made is that was that based on the story? Like the actual like. Lovecraft source material right. or did they just you know want to do something different than the other movie did and it turns out that's the case like the it, the original 95 movie is way more um, close like it, it, it's way closer to the source material than this one is and that was kind of disappointing because this movie uh, goes absolutely batshit fucking bananas off the rail yeah, in the last 10 minutes. Not, I was like, what? And I was like, oh my God, Wait, is that again? what the original story was meant to be? And like they I just watch these things at work on my break. Mm. Uh, I should not watch the Castle Freak remake at work. No, listen. Uh, it's uh, basically pornography. Yeah, this movie is super fucking uh, Within the first, like, like 10 minutes, maybe? Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, weird. it doesn't change. Like, it's 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 the horniest it's, thing I've seen in the pandemic. Like, like, I mean, do you, boo, but, like, I don't, mm, it, I was at work. <laughs> like, I had to turn it off. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, God, I hope no one me, saw my it, phone screen. I was getting, like, so many, like, it's oh like that meme, God. right? It's like the movie I'm when sorry, I'm by myself and it looks like. Like a Hallmark thing, and it's like the movie. The minute anybody walks into the room, and it's literally uh, it's Barbara Crampton from Reanimator with that head, uh, yeah, between her legs. And I was yeah. like, "That's exactly." It took me so long to watch this goddamn movie because every time I would put it on, somebody would start to come downstairs, and I have to fucking turn it off. Like, it took me three days to finish this fucking well, movie. That's the problem. Like, okay, so I would uh, watch it on my lunch break on Monday and then try to pick it up again on Tuesday. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would try to watch it when I yep. wasn't here. Yeah. 
Or I would watch it in the bedroom. So it came out on Friday, a Friday, on Shudder. And it took me until like Sunday night to finish it. Yeah. And it's not that long of a movie. Nope. <laughs> I just had to keep um, stopping it. And I ended up like missing parts. So I went back and watched mm. it today. Um, like parts that I missed, I would like revisit. Um, and I didn't really miss anything. I just wanted to see those yeah, things. Yeah. Um, it's not like exposition heavy. It's nope. pretty, you know, kind of basic with its story stuff. Uh, Until you get to the last 10 minutes. What the f- Like it- <laughs> this- <laughs> Oh my God. I was like, what? Yeah. What is life? Yeah. It, um, uh, it, and here's the thing. I'm not disappointed though. No, I mean, it just like, I am, was like a. I am a little feel. bit after I looked into it because I genuinely was like it. It stuck with me for a few days, and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, the first one didn't have a budget. It was filmed in like right. Romania or whatever, or you know whatever, right? Italy. It was a full moon movie, so it right. made sense. So I'm like, man, did the story it was based on really go? Further into that, yeah, where this one, the, like the new one goes, right? Lovecrafty stuff. Yes, yeah. And then the new one goes absolutely into like uh-huh. full head fucking on into uh-huh. that what you think about when you think about Lovecraft stuff, like right? The elders, like yes, like I mean, and I'm like, okay, did they not do that in the original? Because I, I, no offense to anyone who had anything to do with this new one, uh, the woman who wrote it, or or the the director. Um, but I'm like, okay, I, I just would have assumed even if the story did do that yeah. in the original, like just full moon entertainment didn't have the money to do an elder gods batshit bananas finale. Especially like because of what it would be, re- what it re- would require, mm-hmm. um, technologically so, to make that happen. Right. And so I'm like, okay, well this one is... You know, it's a shutter exclusive, but like the people uh, behind it, we you know we have technology now that allows you to kind of do more, right? You know, stuff like that. Uh, and then I looked into it, and it's like, yeah, no, this story absolutely does not do that. No. It unfortunately, uh, whoever the the woman who wrote this one and and, and the people who kind of got behind it were like, well. They steered headfirst into the Lovecraft thing and were like, we can do whatever we want in the last, you know, make it fucking crazy or whatever. And it's like, well, it kind of makes me like it a little less. Because they kind of like cashed in on the Lovecraftian Yeah, it's like such, mythos. it's kind of like a generic, uh, yeah. while it is insane. It's great and insane. Yeah, and it was but fun that, to watch. I see why that would be an issue if, if you're like, oh, well, everyone's going to know, like, it's a Lovecraft story at the base anyway. Mm. Um, but let's make it to where it's a Lovecraft story everyone knows. Yeah, like you, you have to do that, you know. You have to do these things that are kind of typically Yeah. When you somebody says Lovecraft, like you think about Cthulhu or huh. the elders and yeah, like well, you know, all this stuff. Some of the shit that I saw I was not thinking about. Yeah. Um and I'm just going to say anyway, that. You should watch it. Uh, yeah, again. Wow. Uh, uh, just to... Don't watch it at work. But no. Uh, or with children present. 
you know, it, it sounds kind of like I'm kind of dumping on the new one. I, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I um, did too. I, I just, you know, temper your expectation uh, and be prepared for insanity. And porn. Uh, for the, Yeah. Well, porn throughout a lot of the movie, but insanity for the last probably 15 minutes. I mean, I enjoy the insanity. Like, it was good, but I agree with what you're saying. I see your point. I just... I just got really excited uh, about the prospect of that having been what was written, yeah. um, you know. And it, yeah, and the fact that it wasn't is it little. it was not. Eh. It was just um, cheesy, generic, hey, Lovecraft, look at this. And it's like, okay. Cha-ching. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the old original Castle Freak. It's obviously always going to be a thing for me because I watched the hell out of that movie. And it holds how, up. How did I not remember certain scenes from that movie? Mm. Having grown up and be and like 12, 13, 14 watching it, mm. those things should have been like, I, I, I blocked that shit out. Mm. Um, maybe I fast forwarded through certain things. I don't know. But when I rewatched it, I was like, I don't remember it being that bad, but it was pretty bad. Mm. Uh, it's not as graphic as the new one. Um, no, the that's yeah. There's some stuff in the new one that was just like, what? Mm. Um, and I don't get uncomfortable about things typically when it comes to like sexual things in movies. I'm just like whatever, mm. which is weird, but. There's some stuff in the new one that I was like, oh, nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not okay. Also, like it, 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 it borders on the nonsensical side. Yeah. In one particular scene. What? It's like, what was that? I, you know, listen. Mm -mm. You can blindfold and handcuff me to a bed all day long, but if, what happened to me happened to this kid in this movie. I think I would be aware, more aware mm -hmm. <laughs> than he was. Like, God, I, I don't hope know. Listen, so. listen, like, what? Just watch. Yeah, Look, absolutely. Just watch, watch both Castle of them. Freak. Watch but the old one. Enjoy it. Watch the new one. Enjoy it. I don't want to spoil it, together. it at all. But uh, and don't watch them at work. And yep. that's that's that, all. Exactly. That's we'll, it. We'll just watch Castle it. Freak. Yep. They're both on Shutter. Yep. Uh, they're both good for different reasons. Uh -huh. um, one of the last things I kind of want to touch on is something that I discovered last night uh, on Facebook randomly. Someone that I'm Facebook friends with who has a really awesome podcast. I'll share the link for it. Um, his name is... Dope Tomorrow is what he goes by, but his name is Jason. <clears throat> uh, he posted something from Rye Media Company. Mm -hmm. um, I'm assuming this guy is out of Atlanta. R-Y. R-Y. Like, company. It's uh, like some people from like the LaGrange to Atlanta area. But they made a short film, and it's called The Harvest. Um, it is super well executed. Um, 
And I was really, really proud to know some of the people in it. Like, mm. uh, this doesn't happen for me very often. Like, you know people that make things and, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, oh, I know this person. That mm. never happens to me. So last night I'm scrolling along, you know, about to get ready to go to bed. And I see that this guy shared something. His brother is actually, you know, one of the actors in the short film. Um, one of his other co-hosts for a different podcast, because he has a couple, is the lead actor. Like, it, it's it's a bunch of people who are all really, really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're from around here. Mm-hmm. And they made a short film. So... Um, I shared it everywhere, like on Twitter and um, Facebook, and I'll eventually share it, you know, when we post this podcast. I'll share the link for that, too. But it makes me very excited that someone that I actually know from LaGrange Mm -hmm. is making movies that I want to see. It's clever it's well edited like which having you know done editing that is like I want to rip my hair out mm-hmm. and like it's so well done it's 25 minutes it's not super long but it's it's well written it's well executed and the actors are actually acting it's not like some friends got together and were like let's make a short film mm-hmm. like it looks great so um, if you get a chance, it's on YouTube. I shared it on different things, but I'm going to link it here too. It's called The Harvest. And it really, it's only like 25 minutes. Yeah. But, you know, let's, you know, show this company some support. And Please. I like, just want you know, them to be if, able to grow. If host can be on so many people's, like, best horror films of yeah. the year list. Uh, and, and we're willing to, and spoiler alert, it's not on mine. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know, anybody being creative and, and attempting to entertain or do anything like that, it is well, this thing, terrible though, right? year. And then it ended up being like, like genuinely good. And it's not just because it's not just a product of this year or of the time I think is definitely worth um, definitely is deserving of people's attention uh, and it's not just because we know them or you know them or whatever it's mm-hmm. anyone who is taking uh, the initiative to attempt to make this shit dumpster fire of the right. year slightly better it's well, definitely uh, worthy of people's attention you know, that's something that I've talked about because <clears throat> our friend Ross and I, in high school, we were like, we're going to make a horror movie. So we wrote a script, and I took my mom's, like, video camera, and we were going to make a horror movie in my backyard, and it was really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is work. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I just want to do it, mm. but I don't know how. Yep. And like these people did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, you know, 
Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm excited uh, to watch it. You, you really... It, it, I was just so proud. I was like, oh my God, I know him. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, he comes in my store. Yeah. You know, it's it's a big thing for me. Yeah. And then I think the the biggest thing is, sure, if it were just, you know, a short film, it'd be whatever. It'd be, it'd be great. And I would be super proud that someone made it. Mm. And I knew them. Mm. But it's horror. Mm. So it was even more so. Yeah. And so when they shared it, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, and one of the actresses added me on Facebook and <laughs> like Rye Media Company, the guy that owns it, like his his name is not Rye, but like he added me and I was just like, oh my gosh. Like I was so excited for them and it's I want this exciting. to blow up. Yeah, I yeah, I hope the same same thing for them. You know, when you're doing something and I think the biggest thing for me is that it is a horror short film. Mm. And they're from here. Mm-hmm. And I say from here, but like they're, you know, between here and Atlanta. So they're from the A, basically. Oh, dear God. Uh, no, that, I'm quoting dude. That's that's what he was mm. saying. Um, but the fact that it's not, you know, mass, everyone would love it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horror movie. Mm. And that's my shit. Mm-hmm. And I know these people, and I was so happy. And yeah. I've been there. I, I know. I know what you're saying. I'm not. <laughs> like this is new to me, and I was just like, I, I, you know, I'm so proud. And um, yeah, it was a big deal. And I just, you know, I want to give them all the support I can. And well, watch and, them be and the best successful. way to do that is to do what you did. Yeah. You know, just share it. Um, and I'm just going to com- continue to do that. And. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be as excited if I didn't enjoy it as much as I did. Uh-huh. Um, but I am really proud. And so, first of all, we talk about it all the time. Like, we talk about, like, supporting Tommy and his little, you know, it's a small place who, that he goes above I, and beyond for his customers. Yes. I, I very much believe in supporting my friends and their artistic or otherwise endeavors. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, the least, the least I can do is a retweet or just to mention it on social media or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I go, you know, I try to go above and beyond that, but that's the least thing I can do. And that's easy. It takes me a couple of seconds. Well, and you know, I've, I've seen a lot of things where we hear sometimes, especially, especially this year. Money isn't that great for everybody. And, you know, you and I have talked about how we are extremely fortunate to have gotten this house and to have, for me to go six weeks without, you know, a paycheck and still come out okay. Mm. Um, And there are people who aren't as fortunate as we were. So if we can be supportive anyway. That's the least we could do. Like, even if you don't have money, sharing something is free. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take anything mm-hmm. for you to be like, hey, check this out. Because someone that you share that to may actually have the ability to, you know, financially support something that you've shared with them. Yep. So um, that's why you share things for Tommy and, you know, we share things for people 
Um, and it's why I'm trying to get the word out about the harvest because I'm super proud and yep. I want it to be successful. So the four to five people that listen to this show, go watch the harvest. <laughs> the four or five. Um, it's surprisingly more than that. And they're not in this country, which is weird to me. So uh, shout out to Germany. Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of cool. I didn't expect Germany, but um, yeah. So definitely support your friends and loved ones um, in any way you can. And if it's not financially, share the hell out of everything. Um, but other than that, that's about it. I'm excited for Christmas. Damn mm -hmm. you. You're welcome. God. And uh, I have four days. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this literally our, like a child, like squealy excited. Our Christmas spectacular special yeah, episode. Yeah, I feel like doing jazz hands. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we absolutely have talked about Christmassy and I feel Christmassy. I am in like red mm -hmm. plaid pajamas, like a giant onesie. <laughs> and I'm unashamed. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, from me and you. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I don't know when we'll be back. Hopefully it won't be six weeks. Um, yeah. My chaos is coming to an end at the end of next week. Mm -hmm. It tends to, you know, get kind of quiet for me. So I'll actually have the time to, you know, plan and do. And we can talk about, you know, more movies that I check off the list. Because I'm working on that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, until then, we'll, we'll come up with some ideas and play Destiny and not talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't talk about Destiny. That's, no, that's, a, that's first. a first for this show. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, whatever it is, uh, uh, thank you to everyone who listens and who messages people about there not being episodes and things like that. Yeah. Uh, it, we very much appreciate anyone who listens to our rambling. Yes. And we'll try to do better uh, about doing episodes so we'll try to get more of a regular schedule going yeah yeah all right well until next time mm -hmm. i'm gonna say good night <laughs>